0: Hi guys and welcome back to the Ice Bloomers. I'm your host here at Ice Bloomers Bianca. And today I'm here with Kiana Powers. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, you have such a powerful name.
1: Yeah, actually my whole name is Kiana
0: Sue Powers. So it's <gasps> even a little more Oh my gosh, like superpowers. Are you like a what's it called? A superhero. Yeah, I am born okay. and raised superhero. <laughs> <around. laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah,
1: so uh, I'm 28 years old, and I, if you couldn't tell from my accent, uh, American. Um, and I'm a content creator, a now content creator living in Iceland. Moved mm. here just because I loved it. <laughs> wow, that's
0: amazing. Content creator. Yeah. I feel like some people, you know, when you say that, they're just like, hmm, I love that.
1: Yeah, uh, sometimes I think people think that it's a fancy way to say like influencer, but I like don't do so much like influencer like brand deal type things, but mm-hmm. I create contents like photos and videos and like little things on Instagram and TikTok and I, yeah,
0: yeah, I'll definitely leave your Instagram in the bio because you have an amazing Instagram. Oh, thank you so You're much. You're a fan. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I just, I love your pictures. I mean, there's, it's not always that you see such nice pictures on Instagram. Sometimes you just see random things, you know, people just like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I I love using photography to inspire people to come to Iceland and showing them that it's more than just a, like, frozen yeah. rock in the middle of the ocean.
0: <laughs> you definitely do that. I mean, me being from Iceland, I look at Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh... And I'm like, oh wait, I am in Iceland. <laughs> you're like, wow, where could this be? Oh, it's here. I live here. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes when I like just walk out the house, I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, I live in Iceland. It's like so mind-blowing sometimes.
1: Yeah. You forget sometimes when you're just in the city. It's yeah. a, not until you maybe see Asia, the mountain, or you yeah. just drive a little bit down the road on the south coast.
0: I'm so happy that I have like the Asian as my, um my like the view from my window. Oh, uh. It's so nice to see it. Sometimes it's just, like, so unreal to see it with the sunset and everything. Yeah, it's actually super
1: wild when, like, sometimes if you go to parts of the city where you're on, like, a hill and you can, like, kind of see the whole city and the mountain, you're just like, how? Oh, this is, like, so cool. I I think yeah. people here just are so used to it. But in the U.S., there's not many cities, like, right next to massive mountains like that. And it looks really, really cool, in my yeah. opinion.
0: <laughs> sometimes, like, I recognize or, like, you know... Just like, oh gosh, I live in a small place. When I go to some place and you can just see mountains and you can see across the ocean to the next town, it's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's pretty small because like living in England, you can't really do that. Yeah, like I get to a high point and it's like, well, that's just one city. <laughs> so yeah. So how has your experience been living in Iceland? Because you live here currently.
1: Yeah, I've been here for about a year and a half and... I would say it's pretty uh, standard to like living in the U.S. Other than everything is in Icelandic, street signs, store signs, you know, things like that. Um, But honestly, I feel like people thought like when they hear that I was moving to Iceland, they thought that I was going to go like live on a farm or like a village or (laughs) like some... I mean, you hear Iceland and you don't realize that there's like you know, cities here. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, there's Reykjavik and other towns, and this town is, like, fully equipped, you know. There's every store that you would need. There's pharmacies and movie theaters and shopping malls and restaurants and fast food and, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So, all in all, I think that that part of my life is, like, pretty normal. It's the same (laughs) Um, as it was at home. Um, And then just, you know, I think the hardest part was probably trying to like integrate into the society and like mm-hmm. make friends and learn the new like rules and laws and stuff even things that you just don't realize are different like driving laws like for example you have so many rotaries or like you call them roundabouts like yeah. the circles and um we have those in boston too we have a bunch of them but the rule is when you drive in into them the person on the outside has the right of way they can do whatever they want they can keep going or they can exit but Mm -hmm. here it's the opposite and i don't trust the system even when i'm following the rules i yeah i get so much stress driving through those circles
0: the thing is i i'm still scared to like start learning to drive because i'm so used to driving in England, on the other side of the road. Oh, yeah. And it's so different, like you say. And sometimes, like, okay, I took, like, this one driving test. And I was driving. And then the, the, the teacher's like, you're on the wrong side of the road. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if i want to do this anymore. I don't think
1: I could ever drive on the left side of the road and be confident about it. <laughs> so
0: I would definitely be super nervous. I think I'm just going to go to England and take my test since I'm used to, like, the different side of the road. Because it still happens to me. Like, I'm walking over the road. And I look at the wrong side, and I'm like, oh, okay, they <laughs> drive on the other side of the road. Yeah, those are tough habits to break in. <laughs> yeah. After, I don't know how many years I've lived here, and it's still just, like, looking at the wrong side of the road. And then, it's funny, because when I go to England, I do the opposite. I look the Icelandic way, and it's just like, am I ever going to get this right? But, yeah. <laughs> Both ways, it's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I mean, it's hard to, like, integrate with people here. I mean, when I first moved here, I was very, like... Because I came to school here and it was very weird to walk into school and everybody speaks Icelandic. I'm just like, hi. <laughs> don't understand a word of what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, I think it
1: is can be hard for foreigners maybe to make friends mm-hmm. um, with Icelandic people yeah. um, because of that language barrier. And it shouldn't necessarily stop you because all Icelanders can speak English. Not yeah. that I want to force everybody to speak English. I often feel really bad that I can't even meet them halfway. but. Um. Yeah, it's just there's like a little bit of a, of a divide there, and I feel like foreigners um, make friends with other foreigners in Iceland. I think that there's kind yeah. of a tight knit group there. Everyone's always looking out for each other. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel very fortunate to have, like, many Icelandic friends. And, yeah. Yeah, I think the, my best friends in Iceland are actually Icelanders. So I feel super lucky in that way to always have the most resources and ask them questions and stuff.
0: I'm really happy that I also have Icelandic friends. Because even though I am I would say I'm fluent in the language, everybody says I am. But for me, it's just like, I, I don't understand some things. And I don't know how to say some words. But... I'm very happy to have, like, Icelandic friends. So if I'm out somewhere, I'm like, I don't know what this says. They can just read it for me or something.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very nice. (laughs) And they are very understanding. Because, like, like just earlier on, I was asking for the Wi-Fi password. And I couldn't understand what The letters, say. So I was just like, uh, she's like, like, you know, oh, my gosh, now I forgot the English word. Yeah, she was explaining it to me. And I was just like, okay, thank you. Like, it's always fortunate to have, like, you know, these people that understand. Oh, for sure. I've, 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 like, dealt with people that's, like, you know, they don't... They're just, like, frustrated when I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. And they just, get frustrated and they don't want to talk to me. Oh,
1: (laughs) I find more often than not that Icelanders are uh, super understanding. Mm -hmm. If you don't speak, uh, yeah. And I I think sometimes people just, like... no i must look like i don't speak icelandic because sometimes like yesterday for example i just my car was stopped somewhere and it was blocking the street Mm -hmm. uh, and i just didn't realize it and so some woman had to come out and tell me to move my car and she came up and like spoke to me in english and she was Mm -hmm. definitely like an icelandic person yeah Uh,
0: and i was like oh how how did she know (laughs) i think one thing with icelanders um it's not like a bad trait but they're like quick to assumption like if you look a bit different they're like okay she she's a foreigner or he's a foreigner because it happens to me a lot and I just turn back and I'm just like and they're just like oh oh okay sorry didn't realize you spoke the language (laughs) but yeah so you've lived here for like a year
1: yeah I've been here for a year and a half um a little bit on and off but more recently just on uh, Mm -hmm. probably because of the pandemic but also because i finally have like a legal visa Mm -hmm. um for the time being so i could be here longer but there was a point in time where i didn't have any sort of visa and i was only could only be here for like 90 days at a time Mm -hmm. and that was not great
0: so i was just wondering because i'm curious moving to iceland is it what you expected or is it a bit different (laughs) well it's
1: it's kind of funny because i before i moved to iceland thought that i only knew iceland from instagram and iceland on instagram is like you know very much game of thrones lord of the rings Mm -hmm. like nature adventure vibes (laughs) glacier right so i i thought that my life would be like that Probably. And it very well could be. I could, you know, <laughs> move to the South Coast or, yeah. like, Scottafell area or something and, like, live, live like that. Um, and, and I would be probably more than happy to do that because I just love outdoor adventures and stuff. But I also love, like, you know, meeting people and, like, going out to bars and having stores all around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's a hard thing for me to give up and... Um, yeah I don't know so I did just think it was going to be kind of more just like oh adventure all the time road trips living in the country Mm -hmm. but I like chose to live in the city and um, like I feel like the day-to-day is pretty much the same (laughs) as it it was at home Mm -hmm. Um, and just that I can go for these adventures basically whenever I want and don't have to like carve out you know weeks at a time to go plan something or do something I can literally just leave tonight if I wanted to this afternoon um and go for a couple days. But yeah, I really just thought it was gonna be something that it wasn't, but I'm not yeah. like upset about it. I I like having the best of both worlds
0: mm-hmm. here. I feel I feel the same. Like when I moved to Iceland I was only like thirteen years old and I used to come here like every summer. So you can imagine that like I come here every summer and it's like just so you know fun and adventures, no school. And I'm just like one day to my mom like, oh I'm just gonna stay here in Iceland. She's like oh, okay and then I go to school and I see the reality and I'm like, oh. Yeah, you see okay. the reality and it's just, it's normal. Like, yeah, life it's is just, exactly the same. It's just really normal and I was just like, oh, okay. But then I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to stay here anyways. Yeah. And it's like, and I used to live in Aquinas, so it's like outside of the town. So it was a bit different, but it's still just normal life here. I don't know why I was expecting it to be some massive thing, but... it's just basic life here yeah pretty much They don't show this on instagram that's for Mm -hmm. sure i mean a lot of people that like as you say they see on instagram they're like oh my gosh it's gonna be like this and that and then they come in it's like okay (laughs) is is this it's like yeah this is what i has to offer
1: yeah i mean the reality is you can't be on the road every single day you can't Mm -hmm. be traveling every single day you have to like you know, come in and take care of the rest of your life and do admin and yeah. emails and, and work and stuff. You can't just always be traveling, even though that exactly. is the life. You can take long trips, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, sometimes you just got to be come home and take care of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but one thing that I did not expect here in Iceland, I didn't expect the food to be like a massive difference. But here, I don't. I think I prefer the food here than in England. Like especially the hot dogs, because I've actually, I probably am wrong, but I've never seen a hot dog stand in England. No joke. I've never really. I've never had a hot dog until I came to Iceland because I probably have, but I can't remember. But I mean, whenever I go back to England, I was like, oh, I miss, I miss Icelandic food and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it is still the same kind of lifestyle. Well, not the same. I think I moved back here because I found the lifestyle here more slow. I don't know if you noticed it. It's more slow, and like yeah, easy going here. Yeah. It is
1: definitely super chill. Yeah. Um definitely easy going for sure. I love that vibe about Iceland. There's just so less anxiety and mm-hmm. not a lot of stress. Um and people just go about their days as if, oh well, it will happen when it happens and there's yeah. no need to worry. Um
0: it's <laughs> it's been nice. I mean so it that way. the most Icelandic catchphrase that I know is um verðað which is like oh yeah we'll deal with it or you no we'll yeah. sort it out like that's what they say in every situation. I remember my dad was helping me move and the sofa was too big to get into the apartment and he just stood there he was like it's okay it's okay we'll figure it we'll figure it out. I'm just like no. how how are we gonna figure it out? I was like how how are we gonna do this? And he just like took everything apart and then moved it in one by one. I was like. I guess I guess you're right We'll figure it out <laughs> But yeah, that's what they say a lot here I don't know if you've noticed uh, No, the
1: this is something i definitely noticed Though, like, mm-hmm. it'll all be fine Yeah, they just like,
0: it's okay, it's okay <laughs> Especially like, when I go out of town Like, just to, like, you know, on adventures or something like that And something happens like I was like, oh, it's okay Like, the other day I was coming back from this um, We went to a skiing place and we got stuck in, like, some mud. And then everybody in the car was like, it's okay, it's okay, we'll figure it out. I'm just like... "Pretty are in the yeah, middle of nowhere. How? What like, are we going to do? Who, like, who are you going to call? Like, what's going on? And then, like, they just call some random person to come, like, take them out of the mud. And I was like, okay, well, this is ice. And I guess everything... Everything, everything, everything happens, works like... out. It really does. Yeah. I am never
1: stressed, I feel, when I'm on the mm-hmm. road. Because there's always someone that's going to just come help you same thing yeah. happened to me the other day it was in a a car with some people and the car like was smoking oh, and gosh. so we had to like all get out of the car on the side of the road and the driver was like it's fine it's no problem we'll just yeah. someone will come get us and I was like um
0: but isn't the car gonna like explode like what it's- yeah I and mean, then like the thing is everybody nice and knows everybody so no matter where you are in the country it's like oh I have a relative somewhere over there or somebody who is like, "Oh, I know that person over there."
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely the small town vibes are yeah. strong in Iceland. That can be mm-hmm. a good thing and a bad thing, I have found. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for the most part it's pretty positive. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I still find it so weird cuz like in England, I don't like whenever I'm walking, I don't always see somebody that I know. It's like, "Oh, I know you." But here Every single day I see somebody I know and it's always so weird. It's like hi, I guess. <laughs> like I was walking to come here and um the president was just randomly walking past me. I was like, Hi, how are you? And I was like Okay, just <laughs> hi, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah. But I don't know, I just find it so weird how everybody's like so tight knit and everything here is just so carefree.
1: Yeah, I feel like that is kind of what draws me to Iceland as well because I think that I grew up in the U.S. Uh, and I moved a lot as a mm-hmm. as a kid. I lived in like five different states all before the age of like 15 and I never had that like feeling where I could know everybody in town and mm. like, yeah, I don't know. So I just... I think I craved that when I was younger, like having a hometown kind of feel and Mm -hmm. knowing everybody and I haven't even lived here for that long and I feel like I always see somebody I know, or at least am with somebody who sees somebody that they know and just always expands your network that way.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like that. I, I still can't get used to it after like six years of living here, just always seeing somebody you know. But yeah, on the topic of, like, you know, America and England and all that kind of stuff, would you say there is any, like, major culture difference for you about, like, you know, ice in America?
1: Oh, culture differences. Um, I think the whole, like, we keep talking about this, but the whole, like, more laid-back attitude mm-hmm. is just affected in so many ways, I mm-hmm. feel, here. Like, I feel, just one small example and maybe it doesn't apply to everyone, but I feel like in the u s like meal prepping is huge, mm-hmm. like you go to the grocery store once a week and you just do a big haul and I feel like here in Iceland, they go to the grocery store like every single day or every other day, they just get what they need for like the next twenty four hours, yeah, and like the fridge is always like sparse because you're just always going to the store and like just eating that, and yeah yeah,
0: I think I've definitely picked that because. The way that I was raised, it was kind of the same. Like, we would go and, like, at the beginning of the month, buy, like, a big haul. And then, like, you know, during the month, buy little things here and there. But since, like, moving to Iceland and, like, living here for so long, I've picked up that kind of thing and going to the store every day. And I always try and, like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But then I end up doing it. Like, the other day, I went to the store and I'm like... And then today I woke up and, like, oh, I need to go to the store again. (laughs) But, yeah. Hopefully I get that back again that I just buy for the whole month instead of always going to Yeah, store.
1: yeah. It's tough sometimes here. Everything is smaller, too. I yeah. feel like packing and stuff. But yeah, another cultural like difference that I love is the pool culture in Iceland, yeah. the swimming pools. like Everyone just go. I went to the swimming pool last night with somebody, and, and when I was there, I just, like saw people that I knew, mm-hmm. and we hadn't planned to like be there, and we were friends. Um, so, I mean, that's, I feel like that's ice into a nutshell. Like, yeah.
0: you, you go to a swimming pool and you see other people that you know. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole culture is just based around swimming pool. There's, like, swimming pools everywhere and everybody goes to the swimming pool. But I love that kind of thing. Like, in England, the swimming pools, I, I'm sorry, I don't like the swimming pools in England. I just think that they're disgusting. They're just like, <laughs> Like, it's not like here you have, like, little hot tubs that everybody can sit in. It's just, like, yeah. one big hole in the ground and everybody just sits in there like
1: yeah i feel like that's like so not a culture in the u.s i mean it is like there's public swimming pools in the Mm -hmm.
0: summertime
1: yeah and you just like the kids will go it's not really for adults like kids go to swim and the adults will maybe sit in lounge or something yeah um or they're even indoor swimming pools or something Mm -hmm. but it's so not how it is here it's i think it's so funny here because it's like Cold like yeah. all year round, kind of, but these pools are outside, they're not indoor mm-hmm. swimming pools, they're all outside, and they're all just massive hot tubs, yeah, like they're that just so many people can can sit in and mm-hmm. just like hang out, and there's like no judgment at all in the yeah. swimming pool, it's totally like a judgment free zone, it's so like liberating, it's super great,
0: yeah, and I, <laughs> I love the swimming pool here like it's it's so weird like going into a swimming pool and it's like especially at night it's so cozy and like you just see all these other people especially old people that's one thing I've noticed about swimming pools there's always old people (laughs) there but yeah it's definitely I think it's a big thing of the culture here in Iceland, swimming pools because when I first moved here everybody was like oh can we go swimming can we go swimming I was like what is the big deal about this and then I went swimming I was like Oh, okay oh i get it i get yeah. it yeah just being like sense. in the hot tub and stuff like that it's so nice
1: yeah it's so nice and i think that this is maybe like on a subconscious level but when you're like in a swimming pool with people you are a little bit more like vulnerable and open to be mm-hmm. just because you know you're you're wearing less clothing and we all are brought up in society that clothing is like you know whatever your protection or something so when you're just in this more vulnerable like state you can have maybe better conversations and yeah. feel closer more connected to the people around you
0: yeah that's mm. one thing whenever i go swim po- to swimming pools i always talk to some random person yeah it's just like so unexpected i'm just sitting there and they're just like how are you and i'm just like oh okay and they're just like going to talk for hours or something like that for sure i feel like yeah. this is so hippie of me to say but also like being around water is like a totally different kind of
1: energy uh-huh. you know when water is just there you i don't know maybe you're more positive and happy or something yeah i don't know if that's like super heavy of me to say but
0: (laughs) but i i I definitely get it have you been to the swimming pool oh gosh i can't remember what it's called it's it's out of the uh, out of Reykjavik. It's like an. It's not abandoned, but like oh, the secret yeah. lagoon. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like, oh wait, it's like the green. It's the green pool, the oldest one. Yeah, Sel- the oldest one. Sla- yeah, you you're saying yeah. it kind of right. It's.
1: Not, <laughs> I don't even think I know the actual name of it, but it's something like that. Yeah,
0: it's kind of cold. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I I went there and um. Oh gosh, I kept. I just kept slipping and falling, and it was yeah. so cold. But it's so nice going there because like you know you're in the mountains
1: and stuff it's super vibey yeah. i have gone there both to swim and to just have like photo shoots and mm-hmm. we don't swim like for like some products i've gone yeah. there and, like didn't even bring a bathing suit type thing um but yeah it is such a vibey place it's, it's so, nice. so cool looking
0: yeah i think that's like one of my if it was like hot there i think it would be one of my favorite swim pools <laughs> and if it wasn't as slimy as it is but it is very tiny.
1: yeah but i mean i think it's just the it, natural thing you have yeah. to just i mean you're swimming in nature what do you <laughs> you can't ask for too exactly. much
0: that's actually a nice way to say it, swimming in nature yeah oh my gosh
1: literally there's no upkeep at all <laughs>
0: yeah but that's what i like about it like, like you said it's such a vibe yeah but what would you say is your favorite place that you visited in iceland it Gosh. might be hard to put like a finger on it. I still can't like find a favorite place. There's so many places.
1: Uh yeah. I think that is a super hard question. I feel like anytime I do go somewhere, which is super often, I am just like, wow, I love this place. Oh, I didn't. I forgot how much I liked this place. Um, but I think, oh, shoot, I don't know. I mean, the West Fjords are so beautiful and so like something is so special there because you don't go there so often. Mm -hmm. So when you do go there, it's like really, um, oh, my English is like, loves me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) when you go there, it's just, is more special because Mm -hmm. you don't go so often. Um, but I also think that like the Scafdafel area and the Southeast Mm -hmm. of Iceland is just, oh my God, so amazing with the glaciers and the mountains and the, icebergs in the Glacier Lagoon. Um, there's just so many, like, beautiful hikes around there as well. And you have the ocean as well. Like, it's just, <laughs> wow. That place is everything. It never gets old when mm-hmm. you just drive through that area and stay in that area for a couple of days. That's one place I definitely make sure to tell people you need to go. Yeah. Go and stay there. Don't just go there for, like, a day. You should go rent a car, stay at a Airbnb or a guest house or something, and just be there for a day there's you're not gonna get bored there's so much to do oh gosh I love it there
0: that's one thing with Iceland. like when you like get out of Reykjavik there's so much to do that you don't get bored because there's always something to see and always something to do which I love but I mean if I would have to say if there's a favorite place for me I would say Hotlumstad. I told you about it last time I met Hotlumstad. I think it's just because I lived there but it's so beautiful there, especially, like, in the summer, and you can see the sunrise, because you can walk up this massive mountain, mm-hmm. and then you can see, like, um, another mountain, actually. And then, like, the, the sea and, like, the town and stuff like that, with the sunrise over it. And it's, like, so beautiful. And, like, this forest. I think it's one of the biggest forests in Iceland, because they don't have that many forests. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very nice. But if you go in the forest, there is actually a house in the forest, which they say witches live there. Oh. But it's not a creepy house. It literally looks like somebody just built a small little house for their kid because there's like oh. crayons in there and stuff like that. Oh. So it's just like, I went in there and they're like telling us stories like, oh, there's witches that lived here. And like walking, it's like crayons on the floor. It's like, yep, yeah, they were having creepy. fun. <laughs> But no one lives there. It's nobody just, lives there. It's just like a small, bad house in the forest. Okay, but they have that like everywhere. Um, there's another one in right next to Gravvöllur in Reykjavik. There's um a forest where they also say witches live there, and you can see the outskirt of the house before it was knocked down. Oh. Because they said back in the day, that the 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 witches used to flee into this one forest from the the village and stuff like that, so they wouldn't kill them. Oh my god. I don't, I don't know what's going on with, Iceland has apparently witches and elves. I oh, have not heard about
1: <laughs> the witches. I've heard about, yeah, the elves and the trolls and the yeah. fairies or maybe I'm making that one up, I forget, but yeah, there's lots of
0: like folklore stories that I think are really great in Iceland. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely sit down with you and tell you all the witches stories because for some reason I hear a lot about witches here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they also have a lot of like world war 2 you know yes. and stuff like that okay yes
1: i recently learned about this so there yeah there's a whole bunch of world war 2 like towns and stuff like ruins and stuff yeah. because i guess iceland was like a hub
0: yeah for
1: the ships the right?
0: american
1: soldiers and that came
0: here and stopped by yeah
1: But it was, all of this information was like archived and it was Mm -hmm. like a super secret up until like recently it all came out. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess I heard these stories that like the German submarines would come and like hide Mm -hmm. in the fjord, like super deep under and like Mm -hmm. shoot at the American ships and stuff. And that's how, yeah. So it was just this huge thing and I went to one of these towns in one of the fjords the other day and mm-hmm. you wouldn't even know that there was a massive town there unless oh. someone told you like someone yeah. was with me who was some other stories and they were pointing out like oh do you see like that was a house foundation can you see the outline mm-hmm. but you wouldn't really recognize it if you weren't looking for it yeah and like old tracks that were for like trolleys that would like mm. go out to the pier and stuff and yeah fill up the tanks and stuff it was wild how much there was and they took all of it away after the war Mm -hmm. there's just nothing there anymore
0: there is actually a lot of bunkers here in Reykjavik and um, there is actually one just nearby us right now um oh gosh see whenever I try and you know when I need to say the name or something I completely forget (laughs) it but um I can't remember what it's called but you know where Petlon is yeah and they have that kind of like area around it (gasps) yeah yeah if you walk through there you'll see there's at least maybe five bunkers there okay i
1: definitely know of at least one i've seen one for sure
0: there's they're very hidden like you have to walk a while like through the tracks and stuff like that to find it and then you can see um like you know the outskirts of houses and like random poles here and there and you can just definitely see there was like you know life there it's so weird to go there and look at these bunkers yeah um me and my friends were like oh my gosh there's a bunker there we wanted to go and see like inside and see if we could like you know it was possible to go inside and see what was like going on and stuff like that and we went inside oh my gosh there were people living there what yeah there was like one bunker it was like the only bunker that was open and there was like there wasn't somebody in there while we went in there thank goodness but there was like beds in there and like um cereal packets everywhere and I was like oh my gosh
1: but, like, what? it's,
0: like, literally a house underneath, like, the ground. Like, there's a bedroom, yeah like, doors and everything, it's just, like, whoa. Okay, that's a little creepy. But it's definitely abandoned, because, like, um there's, like, also signs, like, oh, here is, like, you know, the bunkers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So it's, like, somebody's just, like, you know, living that. that out. Okay, that's Ooh. a little... A little, creepy. <laughs> a little creepy, but I mean, definitely, like, you know, go there. Maybe not inside there. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, check it out, because you can see there's a lot of bunkers, and they actually... It was just really nice. They have, like, the the signs, like, telling you about the bunkers and stuff like that. Okay. And then you can also um see over the, uh, the airport, the Reykjavik airport, gotcha. and you can, like, see the picture of how it looked beforehand. Oh,
1: that's cool. I love seeing the old photos, especially of, like, Reykjavik. Like, there mm-hmm. was there's so much now and I can't believe how much smaller it was
0: yeah it was so so small and not um, that long ago yeah like 20 years ago and like as I was saying we went to like this skiing trip like me and my friends and we saw that like next to the ski resort there was actually an older ski resort that burned down you could see like the old rails and then there was like this house that was still sitting there that was abandoned and we were like oh and we went to go check it out because we're always like looking at these abandoned houses because we love history, and like, but we didn't go inside. And you could just see like the like the old skiing stuff inside there, and wow. the whole thing was like burnt down. And you could just see all the like you know people's gloves still in there and stuff like that. It's, oh my! It's so weird, it's, like just the pa- like time paused right there. Yeah, And I like- actually love that. It like mm-hmm. gets me excited in a really weird way. <laughs> People don't expect from me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, before I keep going on and on about like these abandoned places, because I love you know going to these places and seeing yeah. stuff. Oh, but yeah. Anyways, we're <laughs> I might just call this you know it because I can go on and on about you know, different places in Iceland. But <laughs> I mean, I I can <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, Yeah, you would have to stop me for yeah. sure. Yeah, we have gotta stop before we go full like train ahead. You know, yeah, I'm seriously. really bad at crack- catchphrases. One thing about me. I don't know catchphrases so i'm just like always making some random catchphrases and people just like what what are you saying (laughs) yeah so my catchphrase for the for the day go full train ahead full train ahead full stop ahead maybe is what it's (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know but yeah anyways (laughs) thank you for being on the podcast yeah thanks for having me this was fun yeah it was definitely fun having you i need to stop now before we keep going on and on because yeah I think we could definitely talk about, you know, different places in Iceland and everything about Iceland for hours and end. <laughs> yeah, Iceland is, like, one of the only topics
1: that I'll just, I'll never stop about.
0: <laughs> yeah, same for me. Even though I live here now, it's still, like, so mind-blowing. I don't know why it is, like, I live here. I should just be, like, you know, it should just be normal for me. Like, I have born here, but no, I'm still just like, oh my gosh, every single day. <laughs> but yeah, thank you once again for being on the podcast. It's definitely very nice meeting you and being on the podcast with you and stuff like that yeah, yeah this was a great chat thanks for having me again yeah so you guys follow her i'm gonna have her you know her instagram and uh follow the ice bloomers and you know listen again <laughs> if you want <laughs> i don't even I, sometimes i don't know what to say at the end of these kind of things but i mean thank you guys for listening i guess yeah and follow. if you want to hear more
1: about me you can follow me on instagram at yeah. kiana sue or TikTok for more of my unscripted life in Iceland.
0: Yeah, definitely do that. And thank you guys for listening and thank you for the episode. And I guess I don't, I can't say I see you next time. No. Talk for the mic. Yep, yeah, talk for the mic. <laughs> <laughs>